Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. This is episode 575. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. It is, uh, <clears throat> what is today? Monday night. <laughs> so the kids had their first day of school, um, except Killer. So um, we had to play that one off. So what we did is, uh, um, <clears throat> since everything was done so late, well, we didn't know we were going to have a so we had to kind of step up and you know try to get things uh, situated like ASAP uh, and try to get her into this Porter Ridge school, which is a great school in this area. <clears throat> we got King and uh, and Santana in there. So Santana's in fourth grade, just got into fourth, and um, King just got into first grade. So uh, Kayla's supposed to start kindergarten. She's gonna do it in Charlotte, but mother didn't register her. So we had to bring over here and make the move and which is good, something we wanted to do because we were, we would like to keep them together, you know. Um, however, is um, she's a wild card. She really is, a lover to death. But she's the one that you gotta watch. She's the one that is a little bit on the loose side. She'll, um, I was raised differently. I think a lot of us, anyone in the freestyle, especially, you know, I don't wanna stereotype it. Or throw a race car because you know what I think a lot of people but I know me in a Puerto Rican household uh, and I know a lot of my white friends a lot of my black friends and every other um, a lot of them uh, the same way but I, I can only speak for myself but we were raised a certain way you know we went in with a lot of respect we didn't raise our voices a lot of us was raised by mothers we were just our mothers and we didn't raise our voices at our mothers um, we didn't do the yes ma'am, no ma'am. We didn't really didn't do that. You get a handful of people that could do that, that do that. But we were like, yes, no. We couldn't suck our teeth, you know. We couldn't say, uh, I don't care. We couldn't say, shit, you know, shit like that. Uh, um, there was a lot of stuff I know I couldn't say. Uh, we went into a home. We always greeted the person who owns the home first. And then we would work our way from the eldest to the youngest that way, okay? My mother would school me right outside the door and I was always a good kid. So people like having me over. So when I, when it was adult night or it was just a party and they said, you know, bring, bring, bring your son, you know, and I used to go, people enjoyed it. They were like, cause I would sit down, I'll read a book, I'll watch TV. I'll just sit there and freaking, and, and I would just sit there and I was fine. I, I would tune into these conversations, but I never looked um, at the people that were talking because they weren't talking to me. So I, I always act as though I was tuned out, which I wasn't, I was listening in, especially all them dirty jokes. <laughs> um, and of course, we were never allowed to butt into a conversation between two adults. So if two adults are talking about somebody, I couldn't go up and say, who, who are you talking about? Who are you talking, oh my God. I was never allowed to do anything like that. And I'm glad my mother taught me that way because yeah, it's inappropriate, you know? 
um, you know, so, so, you know, so I was raised a certain way like that. A lot of kids this, these days, um, and of course, you know, my mother didn't really hit me. I've gotten hit, but it was never really severe. Nothing that uh, would uh, alarm the authorities at all. I was the only child. I was a baby. I mean, she had two others, but I was the baby in the house. There was nobody else there, just me and her. So she kind of spoiled me a little bit, but she still taught me. She still kept me in check. There was no, no messing around, no disrespecting, nothing like that. If I went into your house, I could not go into your fridge. I can never open up one of your pots. I cannot go into a room that I'm not invited to. I cannot open drawers or closets. Um, I can't do any of that. Um, uh, I don't absolutely don't touch anything, even if it was a toy. It could be a toy sitting on or something that looks like a toy. A lot of kids see that. So they'll see these like these little ornaments or these little decorations that might be like a little doll, like a little rag doll or little porcelain doll sitting on somebody's cabinet or on their shelf. And, you know, you'll see a kid thinks it's a toy, they go and grab it. I wasn't allowed to do that, even if it was definitely a toy. Um, um, uh, I wasn't allowed to ask. My mother kept on top of me. If I wanted something to drink, she would ask me. She would look at me and say, you want something to drink? Um, or if the people in the house offered me something, or if they offered to give me something, or they gave me a gift. My mother allowed me to accept gifts, and she told me, just make sure you say thank you. That's fine, you know? Um, uh, I, I remember for a while, uh, I mean, for quite a while, my mother would say, you say no thank you, and I would say no thank you, and they would insist, and then my mother would break in and say, okay, but I had to say no thank you, you know, um, for certain things. Then there was other things that, that my mom was fine, you know, I like money. Money was usually a no thank you, no thank you. And they would insist, of course, and, and then I would take it. So it was kind of odd, but I remember being like that. Um, a lot of the kids these days, you have to watch them. Like now, so going back to my, my youngest granddaughter, Keila, yeah, he, she's a bit, um, and me and Angel were talking about that. You know, there's, I remember taking her over to my cousin's house, to Lily. Now, Lily's what, 74 years old? She's very old school, you know, she's very old school. And, um, uh, you know, she has a lot of little knickknacks sitting around. A lot of them look like toys. Like she has um, snow globes and she has those those bobbleheads. But these are ones that she pay money for. And these are just like decorations around her house, little fun de decorations. And Killer came out and, you know, first thing she did, she didn't even say hi to anybody. She zoomed and kind of like zoomed into these little knickknacks hanging around, walked right by everybody and went directly to them and started touching them. You know, and of course, my family don't play. The grown-up, because we are all teachers of the, stu of the of the kids. So it's not that they're not mad at the kids, but they're like, okay, you know what? We're going we're gonna to tell you also that that's not right. So, you know, of course, go, no, 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 you don't touch that. that. That is not yours. And we have to teach her, you know. But it goes through one ear out the other, you know. Now... However, coming here though, when she does come here, because we've always been on her and the others, um, they pretty much have that under control. She still slips once in a while, but it's not that bad. It's not as bad. But I'm still be, I'll still be cautious, cautious taking her to anyone's house. 
because she's not going to be the one to just sit there and behave. She's going to, she's a live wire, she's going to hop around, she's going to do kid shit. That's what they do, you know? So, so we're getting her at this stage, we're getting her at this really energetic live wire, want to bounce around, want to touch everything. We got her at this stage here, you know? Um, so, unfortunately, I got to be a little hard boy. I'm not a hitter. I'm not even a yeller, but I'm a stern talker. Um, and she has a little bit of sass with the mouth, you know? And she's, I, I'm not going to say she's not smart. Yeah. But it's weird because she has this independent smart for five years old, for a five-year-old, you know? I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. Uh, so, so I got this little thing, this little worksheet that I created for her. It's just a number, so it might be the number eight. And it's in a box. And inside the box underneath the number eight, she has to take the colors. So on the top, I have these numbers from one to ten. And let's say the eight is circled green. So that means she has to take a green pencil with a green pencil inside, inside the box with the number eight. She has to draw eight dots, okay? And we had that from one, I created from one to ten all the way across, and then I recopy those layers. So they go all the way, so it's the same ten numbers, but they're back and forth. They're mixed up all the way down. It's a lot of work. King could probably sit there and knock it out in five minutes, you know? Uh, or probably in a minute. It really, it's not that much. But for her, it's a lot. But it's the same thing being, it's repetitive, you know? And I don't want her to memorize anything, so I mixed it out. So, but anyway, so I look at her, and I count the numbers. She did like a number eight, and I noticed she had, she had wrote nine. I said, after I count, I said, how many dots you got here? She goes, didn't you just read it? Duh, it's eight. I said, duh, there's not eight. It's nine there. You did it wrong. Duh. <laughs> and she didn't like that. She really didn't like when I did that because I rolled my eyes and I, I freaking twisted my neck. And I, man, don't play. I'm from the Bronx, man. You know? <laughs> and, uh, um, and, you know, growing up, man, we snapped. We snapped at each other. So, but, um, but she has that thing about her. But you could get her in check. Like, um, she's really, I don't find her to be a crybaby. I really don't. She got a little whiny because we have to take her take, get a shot, two shots today. So yeah, she cried. I, that's understandable. I cry too. But, um, <clears throat> she's not really a crybaby, you know, but she'll let you know she don't want to do something. And then what happens is sometimes you talk to her and she doesn't like what you're saying and you're asking her yes or no. And she's just looking at you and she's not answering you. And that could get under your skin. Because you want to pick them up and throw them against the wall at that point, you know? But you got to kind of deal with it. And the way I see it, the way I always do it is I always do psychological to the point where if you do it to me, I'm going to do it to you. So now when you're asking me something, I'm just going to look at you and stare at you. Okay? And that's what I did. I would stare at her. She was like, Poppy, I'm asking you this. How were you just looking at me? And she talks with this crazy southern accent. Why are you just looking, listening at me? Why are you just staring at me? And then finally we'll break it. And then when she gives up, I'll be like, you don't like that, right? I said, well, that's what you do to me when I ask you a question. So every time you do it to me, I'm going to do it to you. And basically, I got her out of it, you know? So now she's yes or no. And really, this was like within a day, you know? <clears throat> I can't stress this out because I'm going to take your time be patient. We ain't got time for this shit, man. <laughs> we got to get her in check like now. So... 
So, um, but anyway, so we knew she wasn't going to be able to get on the bus this morning. But what we did is we have to get up at 5.30 in the morning um, to get them out by 6.30, okay? Andrew now has to get three, three kids ready. And they have all brand new clothes here, brand new book bags. Angel makes them uh, three course. To this morning when I woke up, on the table already she had, I don't eat breakfast in the morning, but she had pancakes, bacon, and hash browns. Okay, turkey bacon and hash browns. That was their the hash brown patty. Actually, they were the hash brown sticks and the little pancakes, you know? They had that, plus they have their juices or whatever they're drinking, right? So that was on there. So they got to the, eat a nice breakfast. Then they, they brush their teeth, whatever, and then Angel starts to get them dressed. Um, they all got hooked up. She did it in a really quick time, so she created a system for herself. And then I take them, and I walk them across to the to the um to the bus stop right which is i'm on my driveway right now i can throw a rock over this right to my right so i could go right across my grass and across my neighbor's grass and i end up right on the next driveway so it's the driveway to the right of me so of course we don't walk through the grass we walk through the side of the road side of the street here right but um so i knew she wasn't going to get on the bus today right so she gets she starts school wednesday uh, only from 1 to 8. For, I'm sorry. <sighs> from 8 to 1. That's it. So, we got her dressed. And really nice, pretty. I took some pictures. If you go on my Facebook page, you'll see it. Now, at that point, she was with her siblings. They had, everybody had, you see everybody got their book bags and their lunch boxes. And they all knew they were going to the bus, right? So, we walk over there. We get to the bus. And I'm going to... Now, I knew it, and the, which is the reason why I was able to do that. I wanted to see where she's going to get on this bus. So when the bus came and she saw the kids lining up, I felt her grab my hand, she kind of squeezed it, and pulled back. I said, what are you doing? I said, you got to get on the bus. And she goes, so she shook her head. So I said, you don't want to get on the bus? She said, no. So I said, I said, well, then you have to do poppy school. So she didn't care. Why? She has no idea what poppy school is. So poppy school is you're going to chill out with this old dude like all day long. I'm going to give you the pretty easy work. It's easy, but it's so monotonous that it could be boring. But it's going to teach you. The stuff that I'm, I give you because I create my own curriculum, like my own worksheets right on the computer. And I save them. I save them. So I have a folder that's called poppy school. And it has the ones I do for Santana, the ones I do for King. Ones I do for I just started doing some killers. You know? This one today's was called Killers Count Sheet. You know, and I print it out so they could write right on it. But so she has no idea what she's about. So we come in and I had to get settled. So first thing we do, like I used to do with King, is I give her a workbook. And the workbook is really a coloring book at her age, right? And I put it in front of Sesame Street while I do other things. Now she can't get on the bed because if she gets on the bed, she's gonna uh, she's gonna lay down and fall asleep. So we don't want her on the bed, right? And we got to keep on saying poppy school, poppy school. So we put her <clears throat> in a chair, nice comfortable chair. She has a little coffee uh, TV table. She's in the bedroom and she has her pencils and she's drawing. She's not getting up. She's good. So she's doing that and I can see she's starting to get bored. But I had to do a few things without her in there. So I said, okay, now I was pretty much done. I said, now the stuff I have to do on the computer, she could be right there. I could go back and forth. So I talked to her. I said, okay, you finished? I said, come on, now we're going to go into the office. She didn't know because she, she told me that 
Sesame Street was boring. These kids did not watch Sesame Street. So she said they were boring. So I said, okay, come on to the office. <laughs> I know she regretted that. <laughs> so she comes in. I don't let her sit. I have a stool. I put the stool beside me. It's a high stool. It comes up to her chest. And I put her papers on there so that way she can... Now, she could break and sit down when we have our lunch break or whatever. And the, see, the, the point here is not to make her comfortable. It's not to torture her. I ain't trying to torture her, but I don't want her to want to do this. I want her to feel, and I have to stick to my gun. So now, if I pull, if I fall in, like if I want, I was tired. I want to lay down and take a nap for a second. Um, but if I would have did that, you know, then she, it, would not bear, it wouldn't have any kind of bearing on her. So I had to stand and I had to play the part. I said, okay, cool. I had some stuff I had to do and it was gonna be time consuming. So I put her there, she had her worksheet and we started working that. I could see she was getting a little, you know, she even asked, can I sit down there? I said, no, I said, this thing is too high. You won't be able to sit down and stand up and do your work. I says, but if you finish it quick, and that's what I did, I gave her the one sheet. If you fin- now, I thought she was going to finish too quick, I would have gave her something else. But I knew this was going to take a while. So I said, okay, this is going to be good. The key was I wanted it to get dark while she's in there. So, <clears throat> so she sat there. She was doing her work. And it was time for the kids to get home. So um, we all came out. And Angel took over in front. And she watched all the kids come out the bus. Then she came back. We had to jump right into the car and take them to get their shots. Then we came home. We didn't have time for them to eat or anything. The girl, the kids were miserable, but the bus was running late, and so we had a 3 o'clock appointment. The bus got here like at 2.45 or 2.48. So Angel had to call the doctor and say, we're running late. But anyway, so we get to the doctor. She's coming out crying. She got shots. King didn't need a shot. He's all caught up. Um, Santana was good. She, was, she stayed in the car with me. We came home. I gave them an hour to eat, some snacks kind of chill out but they have to sit at the tables not on the couch they were very used to eating and just like kind of laying down on the couch at their mother's house or wherever wherever they go and eat their foods because they do it they try to do it here but it doesn't work because we get them up um anyway so after that was done um i told her i said uh uh they were all sitting there and i went in there i turned off the tv i lowered the tv for a minute muted it and i said um paused it and watching youtube I looked at Santana. I said, Santana, you went to school today, right? He goes, yeah. I said, okay, cool. You can watch TV and go to sleep. I said, King, you went to school today, right? He goes, yeah, I went to school. I said, okay, cool. You can watch TV, lay down, do whatever you want. Killer, did you go to school? Yo, you should have seen her face. <laughs> her eyes opened up. She looked at her siblings. She looked at her yeah. She looked at back at me. She goes, yeah. I said, no, you didn't. <laughs> she goes, no, I did some in poppy school. I said, yeah, but we're not finished. I said, so come on. She did not want to leave, but she did. She didn't cry. She didn't give me a hard time. But she was like, but why? Why do I have to go? So we came back into the garage. I sat down. I had to, because I was doing some behind the scenes, some editing. I had to do some stuff with my business manager on Facebook. And it's very tedious. It takes time. And then you have to get approval. So I knew I was going to be there for a few hours. I said, okay, let me get her on this. And I put her down. And I put her on there. I said, okay, we just got to watch the sun drop. It just has to get dark. So she sees that she killed her whole day. You know, so the whole time she saw the kids. So, so anyway, we pretty much got to the end. It was like two left. Dinner time was coming. I was like, okay, we're good. We, we, I don't have to kill her. So we'll go and, um, and we ate dinner. She was hungry. She actually ate real food. Usually she wants junk, but we didn't give her junk all day. And Angel got, 
Like every joke, like what do you want? You want cake? You want candy? You want donuts? You want cookies? You want um, pretzels? You want pizza? Pizza? You want chips? You want whatever you want? She's got it. Yoo hoo! Oh, you like yoo hoo? Like he She has it. What Mountain Dew? Okay, Pepsi. What? No problem. You have all the sodas, all the juices, ice cream. What, what kind you want? Ices? How? So she's got everything. <laughs> you know, everything's there. By the way, I don't eat all that shit because my tooth. <laughs> I didn't really, I'm not really, I don't really eat too much of that. But anyway, I know everybody laughs when I say that. Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. It's true. <laughs> I gave my way from straight up rice and beans, man, not from donuts. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, she came in, we ate, um, and then that was it. It was time for her to take a shower, you know? Uh, and then Angel was like, what are we going to do tomorrow? She goes, she can't get on the bus. I said, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to act like she's going to get in the bus. This time, I'm going to see, will she get in the bus with her siblings? And if she doesn't, if she doesn't, then we're going to start this. We're going to do poppy school again. If she feels like she does, then I'm going to ask the, the, the bus driver, because I know she's down on the list. I say, you don't have Keela Ray on there yet, right? And when she says no, I'm going to say, sorry, Keela, they don't, they don't have. So I'm going to figure something out to... Uh, to make it where she can't get on the bus, but we can't let her know this until we get outside. So I gotta figure that one out. So yeah, I gotta play these little games with these little five-year-olds, but remember, she's not your ordinary five-year-old. Like, she she knows what's up, and anybody meets her be like, oh, oh yeah, I see what you're talking about. So, but, um, so tomorrow she's gonna get up the same time, and she's gonna come. Oh, and what we were doing is I kept telling the kids, the other uh, Santana King, I said, yeah, Kila loves poppy school. She would make faces. I'm looking at her in the rear view mirror when we were driving to the doctors. And 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 King was like, I hate poppy school. Santana's like, I kinda liked it, you know, but you know, Santana just did it as homework. She don't really remember poppy school. King does. But King, I did cool stuff with King. King didn't do just one thing. Her, I'm just trying to kill the time and trying to make it like unpleasant for her so that way she wants to get on that bus, you know? So We'll see tomorrow, you know, and if she doesn't get on the bus again, boom, I'm good. she come hang out in the garage with me again and some more poppy school. I'll create a different worksheet and we'll do something else, you know. Um, and, then, uh, and then I think Wednesday's the last day, <coughs> but that's the day that uh, <coughs> we could take her ourselves. So what we'll do is, we'll, what I'm thinking on doing is trying to act like I'm going to put her on the bus Again, say that she can't go, and then we'll say, hey, we'll drive you to school, and then you come back on the bus, you know, so we could do that, and uh, so that's what we're going to do uh, on Wednesday, so anyway, that's the story, <laughs> watch me, watch the, watch the authorities knock on my door, yeah, uh, yeah, this is, uh, what, what they call it, um, uh, oh my God, punishable, what, <laughs> punishable, whatever, I forgot, anyway. Um, un, what's it, cruel and, what, cruel, cruel and un-something punishment. <laughs> anyway, um, but anyway, that's it. Uh, I just wanted to, uh, to share that with you guys. Um, everything else is cool. Getting ready for the show this weekend. A little worried about the COVID, so hopefully we could, we could duck that and we don't, we don't get struck again. Um, but everything else is good. We got a few shows that have to postpone. Because of COVID, it got moving. So, of course, that means I got to get on the phone with these artists and 
basically talk to them and see if we can get the dates moved. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, listen, guys, I just want to reach out and say thank you for tuning in. As always, be cool, be safe. And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.